Today's show is brought to you by Dojo Kyle Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Learn effective self-defense, keep in shape, and take part in the growing community over at Dojo Kyle, conveniently located on Center Street in downtown Kyle. Call them right now at 512-686-6077 to immediately schedule your 1999 child program. And make sure to visit www.kylelife.com forward slash Dojo Kyle for a free gift. Entertaining shows with content that spreads information and sparks discourse throughout the community. This is the Pearl Media Network. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Joshua here with Kyle Life, and today's show is part two of our three-part series where we're talking with the candidates that are running for mayor in the upcoming May 10th general election. Joining me for today's episode is candidate Todd Webster. Todd, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate your time, and uh, to get this started off, could you tell the listeners about your background and how long you've been in the Kyle area? Sure. Thank you. Um, uh, I am, I've lived in Kyle since 1998. I was in the first wave, I think, um, or right near, at the boom, right? Yeah. Right <laughs> at the beginning of it. I think yeah. I, I live, I live in steeplechase, which is a neighborhood, um, on the East side of Kyle. And I was in one of those first groups of, you know, new houses that were being built in the, in the late nineties. I was actually, I was one of the, I think probably one of the first 10 homeowners in, in, oh, wow. in that neighborhood. And uh, I've, you know, we've lived there ex- with the exception of a uh, two, two and a half year period when we were out of state dealing with a, a family tragedy. I've, I've, you know, we've, we've lived in the same home since then. So just one house, just living there in Kyle. So you can call yourself a longtime resident. Uh, not as long as some yeah, <laughs> that yeah. I've met in the community, but yeah, I, I certainly I've, you know, it's, it's been, you know, you know, you, you think 1998. So we're talking, we're talking a significant, significant period of time. My baseline for, uh, what's happened in the community and and is is different than a lot of the folks that have moved here since for sure. Yeah, and well, and we're in a whole different place in regards to our um, our demographics, our growth. I mean, um, it's to- it's night and day, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, when when I moved here, we had one water tower, one well. Um, I believe it was one well. Um, Just as, as recently as a ninety eight. Yeah, we had one. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was some. <laughs> We we had um, the sewer plant was behind was where the current public works building is and so and it was you know over capacity and so you you know you just you just think back to good smell yeah it was it was interesting <laughs> and then um, we had a uh, uh, you know the certainly most things that anybody that moved here since uh, FM sixteen twenty six has been constructed and you know there wasn't anything there but field right and, and yeah. so that just the community is quite a bit different the bridges. Uh, for folks that you know had, had moved here since those have been constructed were uh, those really old school you know um, almost one lane you know oh, they're really really narrow you know yeah. where you just you had to go pretty slow over them and a lot and, of um, uh, frontage road driving too for for east siders right for yeah y'all, if y'all were trying to go uh, yeah. well, actually well, most yeah, of them were two way yeah I'm they were sorry all, they were all two way they were they were all everything all two way till like four years yeah, ago everything right? was two way and and again you just had you didn't you didn't have um, you didn't have turn turn lanes and you didn't have any uh, traffic lights. I mean, 
the city didn't have any traffic lights right. for, for for a long time, and so it's you know we didn't have a grocery store, and I shouldn't say that when I moved well, here we had the bond time bon until it burnt right. down, yeah, until yeah. it burnt down. So, but no proper, I, and I say proper, that's going to offend some people, but I we a lot of people went to San Marcos for their groceries, many, many, yeah. and, and Buda. And I mean, Buda. because oh, because right. H E B came into Buda and built that small footprint store there. That's and, right. Yeah, so so things are you know I, I think things are different, and I'm I'm encountering that a lot as I'm walking uh, walking blocks and, and campaigning. I'm seeing a uh, just everybody has a different a different baseline of of what they you know some folks the folks over here earlier see how much progress has been made, and the folks that have moved here the most recently are like, well, why don't we have this or why don't we have that? <laughs> yeah, you know, and and so there's just a diverse group of, of people that make up the city of Kyle community is very different um, yeah. uh, than, than when I served before yeah. um, it's 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 not just larger it's it's much more diverse um, I mean there's new churches and there's new um, uh, certainly there's a much larger community of, of veterans and you know that, that I've met and it's just it's a it's definitely the, the dynamic is the dynamics different and yeah. and I think uh, you know it's good you know it's good to have you know a, a much a, a greater set of diversity in the community. Absolutely. It gives you a lot more uh, point of views and input on any given issue. Yeah. And I didn't answer in theory. You, and I, I got off on a tangent, but you know, I, so I, we moved here, my wife, I, so I'm married to my wife, Barbara. We've been married. Uh, this will be our 20 in June. It'll be 20 years. Oh, congrats. Thank you. Um, we have uh, three children. I have one that is a uh, freshman at Texas State, and then I have a I have a 17 year old that uh, that goes to Live Oak Academy, and a 11 uh, year old son. So I've got my my two oldest are my daughters, and then my son is uh, Connor is at uh, Chapa Elementary, uh, Chapa Middle School. I'm sorry. Right. Um, I guess Connor was born here. He was born in 2002. So we moved when the girls were, were little, and this is pretty much every. This is pretty much all they've known. Um, my brother, I, I, I had some extended family moved to town. Um, he moved here, uh, I want to say 2011, I think he was, you know, he came here for work reasons and, okay. and chose to live here. And a so, lot of people come here for work reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> came to Texas. Uh, yeah. And, and, and so, you know, I, you know, I, so I have the benefit of having a little bit of extended family in Kyle and, uh, which, which has made things nicer. It's nicer, certainly on football Saturdays and, and um, <laughs> yeah. get together. Yeah, more get, fun. yeah, it just is. And so, and, and, and. So it's it's a uh, you know I'm glad to have him here, for for a living I'm I'm an attorney but I I don't really practice law you know you'll hear that a lot from attorneys I've had a long career in, in state government that uh, I don't want to say it concluded but my with my latest round of state government service ending um, I want to say September 2013. Maybe oh, it's twenty twelve. Yeah, yeah, was not, yeah, not that long ago. I was the uh, I I was the chief of staff at the Texas Education Agency for uh, three and a half years, and um, ended up uh, doing a small stint there in between the last commissioner and this one as the acting commissioner of education. In that role, you know, we you know went through some tough times at, in, in state government, and yep. and we I had to you know, our budget was reduced by forty percent, and I was responsible for. Um, overseeing the downsizing and and helping to organize that and, and take care of that, we had uh, unfortunately, you know, we went through a period where we, you know, we, re- yeah, I want to say 360 employees. We had to let go. We, we yeah, yeah, we had to let go. Um, and you know, it was unfortunate, it really was. But it's you know, it's the legislature sets your sets your boundaries, and you have to live with just work means. with it. Yeah, yep. work with it. Um, we uh, prior to that, I've I've worked for a number of state officials, um, lieutenant governor, governor governors and and education commissioners and so i've my background's pretty diverse in public policy i i 
uh, for the lieutenant governor when I worked in his office. I worked in criminal and juvenile justice policy. I, I actually was one of the people that you know worked on the concealed carry legislation. Were you? Yeah, way back when. That was my first sort of big bill was was working on that for the lieutenant governor. But primarily, you know, uh, when uh, I was working for Governor Bullock and when he uh, when he had let us know that he was ill and you know, suggested that we all find work, I found my way over to the Texas Education Agency, and from there, my career just sort of uh, moved into primarily into education. I have an undergraduate degree from Ohio State University, focuses in ancient Near Eastern civilizations and and, and religions, um, which this, is... I lo- that sounds terribly fascinating, yeah, not even being facetious. No, it's <laughs> extraordinary. It's extraordinary stuff. I, you know, I, I, it was, I kind of fell into that as well. That, uh-huh. I happened to take a graduate level course because I got closed out all my classes and it was a, um, it was a, a, a class that went on a dig. You know, oh, yeah. in, in Greece, yeah. I didn't get to go because I was the undergrad. Because you were the undergrad. <laughs> yeah, I was the undergrad, but I, I kind of fell into that. And it just, it really was, um, it was an extraordinary experience. It, it really, uh, it's, it was the thing that engaged me in school. So I, I you know, I, I really focused heavily and got to take really exciting, um, interesting classes, you know, that were, you know, um, not your normal not your normal undergraduate work, but um, in 2000, uh, and, I'm sorry, 1999, um, after um, spending some time in state government, I, I decided to go to law school. I went to St. Mary's uh, University School of Law in San Antonio. In San Antonio? San Antonio. Nice, okay. and, and that was while I was living here. So I would, I would get up in the morning at five and then I would commute to San Antonio and I actually worked. So I came back to Austin and I would... Um, for work? Yeah, I'd come back to Austin for work oh. and, and would do that. And so I did that for three years. Um, and well, Kyle's is a good middle ground, I guess, if you're having to commute San Antonio yeah. and Austin. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> interesting. I only, I, the only school, law school, I, I knew I was, UT would have been a long shot. And so I, I, the only law school I applied to was St. Mary's because of the, because of, you know, it was geography. Yeah, you know, well, so. I, I like the area it's in. We, my, my brother uh, went to school there. He played soccer there for a few years mm-hmm. and left. But we go to, uh, well, it's been a while since we've been to Oyster Bake, but St. Mary's yeah. is fun. Yeah. Oyster Bake was, you know, because it, it, it just, it would trash the campus. And they, yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, you know, I really, I, my time at St. Mary's was really, um, was really important because, you know, when you're in, uh, it, it, it really does teach you to think differently and, and work harder and, and be, uh, you know, just, it, it, it changes your focus, you know, when you're, when you're working, when you're, you're trying to get through that much volume of work, you have to prioritize your time differently. Yeah. You have to work. Yeah. On. Um, it's interesting because that was that same period was the period when I started getting involved in, um, in the city. Um, we had, uh, you know, I mentioned we moved here in 98 and what had happened was just started noticing things like, you know, we were having issues with our water. Uh, we had a pretty significant erosion problem over in, um, I, some of the neighborhoods, the older neighborhoods have open face ditches and, and those that live in those neighborhoods would understand what I'm saying here. Right. These, if these big trenches running through the middle of the neighborhood that, that takes your storm runoff and runs it into a retention pond. What had happened was, is that we'd gone through a period where, and it's kind of funny to say now, but in, you know, in the late nineties and early two thousands, we were getting so much rain that, um, it was washing at people's yards away. And there was just a lot of, there was a lot of drama around, you know, what was happening with the maintenance of the, of the bar ditches or the open face. Right. ditches. And so I had gone to the, we'd gone to the city as a, as a neighborhood to ask for some help. And, and, uh, it didn't, we didn't get the help we needed. And so we started asking for more help and it, and it didn't happen. And so that was what drew me in. I, I went down to a city council meeting and started uh, uh, getting fired up about it and 
uh, you pleaded and, your case or oh yeah yeah I mean <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah yeah I did I'll, I'll never forget it I mean it was you know it, it, my, my view of things is is that if you don't address problems when they're happening they, they, they end up costing the community a lot more and that was yeah. I felt certainly felt that was the case with this if yeah. it had been addressed when I when we'd first brought it up it would have been it, it was a thir- it was, it was a $30,000 problem that cost $200,000 by the time they addressed it Ooh. And, um, you know, but I, you know, we'd asked for help and uh, we weren't getting any. And so, you know, that was when I decided to run. I was just, you know, um, I, I, I did get put on a position in, um, uh, planning and zoning after I went up and started complaining, you know, it's sort of the, the concept is, you know, I think bring the bee that's stinging you into the hive a little bit, yeah. you know, so that, so <laughs> yeah. that maybe they don't they stop stinging. So I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah. And so I, you know, I got, I got asked to join and I, and I was gracious of that. Actually, one of my opponents was the person that, um, that asked me to, uh, that it actually appointed me and invited me to invited me on. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Cause I think that it opened a door community service for me that I hadn't, hadn't prior, hadn't, hadn't considered prior to that. Um, I, uh, you know, I represented, uh, at the time before the community redistricted, mm-hmm. Um, I represented everything east of the railroad tracks. Okay, the yeah. entire east side, everything, and and part of west of the highway too, east of the railroad tracks. So, think you know if you think of you know where that where that boundary is, yeah, it's pretty significant. It's a big, uh, yeah. and you know, so it wasn't in that large. I mean, you were. Uh, was, was, were there member. any at that time? Were there no, any? That large? Yeah. So and that, there's actually an interesting concept within this with the way we have. We actually, I think, may have made a mistake the way we set the set up our districts. But but it's a maybe a conversation for another day. Yeah, no problem. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but the uh, but yeah, it's it, we had th- we have three single member districts, um, three at large, and then the mayor. Right. Um, it's the when I mentioned that there's an issue, it, it has to do with the timing of when those elections occur. So um, right now, for example, you have the mayor running at the same time as the uh, two single member, single member two single member districts, not yeah. the not the t- not the other at large. And so, if you think about how that works, there's one uh, one part of town, my old district, which happened to be at the time the entire east side of the community, right? Um, was only would you know turning those folks out in an election where you don't have the mayor running is a lot more difficult than turning folks out when you have the mayor running in your, so, so, yeah, tur- it, so turnout was always, I felt like was always depressed on, on that side of town because I think there was, you know, usually, you know, there wasn't, a, there weren't as many people out there turning out yeah. voters and going Is that out something that y'all can doors. get changed or no? It's a charter issue. Oh, okay. um, and, and, you know, and it's at this point since they've redistricted, you know, it's, it's, it's less of a, you know, it's, it's not bifurcated along the highway like it was. Um, so it's, it's probably okay, but it, right. it, it is, it is an interesting thing. I, you know, that there could be, if it was, you know, if I'd have my druthers, which I didn't, you know, I probably would have, I would have had the single member districts running all together and then, uh, had, uh, you know, had the at large and the mayor all running together. Then maybe we get a year off from all these elections. Yeah. You know, hey, could have, you know, maybe not have them so often. That but. would be nice. Well, my, I don't know what my mailbots would look like, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of know yeah, all at once. Yeah. yeah you exactly. get a lot of, get a lot of mail. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, so I, you know, I, I was elected to the uh, city council in 2003 Yeah, you know, I did, I was elected to two terms. Uh, I exited the second term uh, a year early due to that uh, family right. uh, tragedy that I was talking about before. And, and so it, it, uh, you know, I, it, it was unfortunate. I actually, you know, I was uh, flying back and forth between Ohio and, uh, uh, and Kyle, uh, to keep my commitment. You know, uh, we were, there was a lot of things going on, particularly around the TIF and, and, uh, or the tax increment financing district for those listening. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> and, and the, uh, and the, uh, and the hospital, which, uh, that whole entire development was in the works and people won't remember, you know, won't, will not remember, uh, most folks won't, but you know, there was definitely a, a, a diversity of opinion on that and whether or not, um, the, you know, the, 
the city should you know, enter into debt to you know construct FM 1626 and do the things that that uh, was necessary right. to to create the opportunity for for that development. And yeah. I'm sure that's going to come up at some point now that I've mentioned it. But, yeah. No. Wait, well, so, and yeah. Well, well, and this is all a good segue into really. I mean, you you've already mentioned you've served before you were mm-hmm. on council what was it that got you to come out of retirement for lack yeah. of better terms yeah. and and try to get the mayor spot what, so, what, what was that well so so it's let's i can i can honestly say that what 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 drew me out of retirement so to speak yeah is uh, there, there, it's avail- there's available time so i've i just mentioned that you know i left so i left there's a there's a combination of things that mm-hmm. so i left i left state government and um, I have I have more you know I have more flexibility in my schedule. I don't I'm not running a, a you know very large state agency where you know I have I don't have the you know the the seven to six schedule that I was you know or eight to six eight right. to seven schedule that I was working before. Um, you know so that's you know so there's a that the, just the fact that it was a possibility you yeah. know it opens opens your mind a little bit. I, I think you know it was really out of some concern that. And I want to be very careful here because I, I believe that everybody that's that's volunteered to serve the community is offered some value, and I'm I, I want, I'm very con- very um, conscious of the fact that you know anybody that runs for mayor has to be a leader and has to work with whoever's there, and so I, I I'm I'm going to be I don't, I'm not saying this to be critical, but what I noticed was a uh, what I believe is a deterioration in the city's infrastructure. Um, I in the part of town that I live in is one of the ones that's affected most by uh by the deterioration of the transportation infrastructure and the road maintenance and, and yeah and, and layman and, road go forth road I'm, yeah Ooh. my neighborhood's surrounded on three sides by that yeah um uh, layman bunton and oh bunton sorry yeah, I forgot bunton, bunton. Yeah. And, which is the worst one it is and, you're right um, there are other roads uh, burleson certainly is oh. one that that warrants uh warrants some attention again it gets more expensive the longer the longer you wait so I, you know, I think there's some, you know, uh, certainly there's there are other areas in the community that are, that, that are probably seeing the same thing. I, I've noticed uh, what I consider to be, a, you know, a little bit of lack of attention to some of the details that that were paid attention to before. Yeah. Um, with respect to, I think, uh, you know, I see litter and garbage, and you know, and I just see some of those things, and that, you know, and it gets me, gets my blood going a little bit, like the blood's we, boiling. Yeah, again. why are we doing it? You know. <laughs> Um, and you know, and I think, you know, I, I was really, I really worked hard, you know, um, as a volunteer and along with hundreds of other people as part of a big team to put the position city in a position to be able to compete for, and, and I'm going to say, you know, upper scale economic development. And I'm in, in, I don't mean that to diminish what we've been, what we've been pursuing, but mm-hmm. there, there is another layer to economic development that we were positioning ourselves for it and you see that with the hospital and you see that with rsi which is i don't know if you've met them but yeah, yeah the office of controllers yeah response mm-hmm. services response services innovation yep. um you know folks that are um uh large-scale high-wage employers that that present an opportunity to create another tier to our economy that uh create a a um i'm going to use the word food chain just for lack of a better way to describe it but mm-hmm. create an economic food chain that you know, like if you bring in a manufacturer, for example, that creates a lunch rush. Well, if people want to know why we don't have the best way. I would argue to to bring in you know restaurants, their sit down restaurants, destination type restaurants, is to bring in is to create a lunch rush. You know, so if you, yeah, if you yeah. so focusing focusing up focusing on an upper tier um, economic development is something that that I I felt that we were working hard to position ourselves for, and and part of that was a need to improve the city's infrastructure. There's a reason why, you know, most of the economic development in the community is occurring along with FM 1626. And that, that is because we have, um, 
because we we improved and created a transportation corridor yep. and that 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 was attractive for for um if you build it they will come is that the well <laughs> it, it's, it's it, i think if i think you have to have it or they won't come yeah you know it's really i would describe it it's not yeah. so much that you, you can certainly build things and no one will come if it's not smart and not well planned and and done properly but i i think you know the hospital is probably the biggest example of that because now you're starting to see that second tier uh line of businesses coming in that are that are you know there's a there's a, a medical right yeah. economic culture that's that's All developing over, the community yeah, yeah the new the, surgery center and the, absolutely yeah, yeah. The, the rehabilitation center and yeah. um and so i think you know i think that that type of that type of thinking and that type of strategic vision for economic development is what i'm i'm hoping is still there but i i, I if it is we're losing our position and opportunity by, you know, by allowing the infrastructure to tear. Now I, I recognize that there's some reasons for that, but um, what I'm hoping to bring is a sense of urgency around those issues so that we can really attract the kind of things that are going to bring high wage employment opportunities for people to live here, um, uh, diversify the tax base so that we can, um, you know, take some of the tax burden off of um, our residential taxpayers and, um, and, you know, just, make you know make this fulfill the promise i think that a lot of people in the community you know um believe you know that kyle offers yeah how it should be yeah and you mentioned some of the you just mentioned some of the issues you had seen if you mm -hmm. I, I don't if it's going to be drawn out that's not my intention but yeah. we could talk for as long as sure, me. Well, sure. how, how do you plan on like addressing it i know you talked about bringing a sense of urgency i mean yeah you know to people listening i think they all understand you as a mayor don't have some kind of executive order power. Correct, yeah. Like you can't work on your own. You're going to have to be persuading. So does that mean you're, are you campaigning for certain people to be on that are like-minded or no. how does, how would you go about addressing your concerns? Yeah. So, so let's, I, I think that your question speaks to probably a couple of things. And the first one, the first thing, and I hope I'll remember the second by the time oh. it comes around. <laughs> um, the first one is really, it's, 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 you know, how are you going to, so true leadership, it's how are you going to lead, right? And right. True, true leadership is, is one where you build other people up. You, you, you work to make other people successful. And so what, I mean, too often, I think, um, in, in politics, in, in organizations, in business or whatever, people, um, you know, things get to be, the arguments get to be non-substantive. The focus can be on, on personalities, on you didn't agree with me on this issue, so I'm not going to agree with you on the others. And that, you know, there, there's, a, there's a sort of a tension there that occurs when and people tend to factionalize or jump into camps. It, you know, the mayor, I believe, um, in any community, and particularly in this one, what I, based on what I see, is someone who should um, work very hard to find out what it is that the, you know, that the other council members believe is going to make them successful. What is it that, what is it that makes them tick? What do they want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. what, what do they want to see for the city? And then, you know, and work through those things with them um, and try very hard to get them vested in, in a, in a, in a, I don't want to call it consensus, but, a, but a, but a community vision, you know, absolutely a joint right. vision, unified. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unified is a great way to describe yeah. it. Cause, cause you can't always work from consensus, but you, so, so here's, so there's this to do that. What do you have to do? You know, I mentioned you have to, you have to really work to build a relationship and understand the people that you're working with. And that goes for staff as well. And then, you know, not be someone who's trying to take credit, not be someone who's trying to be the, you know, the, look at me, you know, uh, look, look at what I did. Absolutely yeah. not. I'm, I'm very, you know, it, you know, I'd almost prefer, I would, for me, you know, I, at the end of three years, you know, I would, I would be, I would consider uh, it to be a successful term, you know, if everybody else on, on that was, I was serving with, it, it was standing there, 
you know, at, at the front and saying, you know, this is, this is, this is what we got done, you know, not what I got done, not what, so it's, so there's a, I think there's sort of a, a way of, of working with people Mm -hmm. that, that I offer, you know, that, that may be a little different from, you know, from other folks, but at the same time, isn't so unique that, you know, that, um, you know, I'm not the first person to say that we ought to be a team and that we ought to, we ought to work together. <laughs> no, first time yeah, I've ever heard that. Yeah, but but I but I but I will say I will say that you know I I've been to a few council meetings um, of, of you know in recent months more and, than more when you were serving. I'm oh sure. yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I, I hardly missed any actually. I, I try to find one I missed, even when I was actually you know flying back and forth from Ohio. I didn't I didn't miss any meetings. Um, I was late to one once. Um, but uh, you know I have a you know I think. What it comes down to is, is, and I've seen this, and, and it's not, I'm not, not, not in Kyle. I've just seen it in other places. The worst thing that can happen is have somebody who's trying to uh, run for something else, trying to create some sort of legacy, who's trying to, who's focused on something other than their constituents, and and yeah. that's not who I am. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm a problem solver. I'm someone who wants to. I'm, I'm looking for the opportunity to try to work to solve, you know, the problems that the community is facing, and to, to make this a be- as good a place better place so you're for saying, people to live here. You so, know? so you're and saying right now we won't be a stepping stone in your political no, career. No, I absolutely have no ambitions to actually, I, I, it, you know, if there had <laughs> been a, if there'd been a three year, uh, a three year term in a single member district, I might've run for that, you know? Oh, um, right. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I, I don't believe the mayor is any more powerful than any other councilman. I, 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 I've got a lot done when I was a city councilman by working collaboratively with the people who were there. That's what it takes. It's, it's. So the same know, techniques that made you successful, and yeah. when you when you're on council is what you're gonna with, just bring sure, to twenty fourteen with, with the caveat that as a single member district that had you know in a district that I was the only for a long time I was the only one east of the highway all right and the other six were on this side I was I was a little bit more of an agitator than than what I think I think the mayor's role calls for because the mayor you know there is the there is that uh, there is one exception I think and that's the that there is that additional role of being the bridge builder um, whether it's shuttle diplomacy or uh, well, you, you just said person, a, you know, you unifier. To, you yeah. have to be the person that that takes you know even when there's disputes that takes the higher road and yeah. and, I, and I don't think that's necessarily been a deficiency up to this point with with folks that have been there before but um, you know but I, I I do think that that's something that you know if you want to you want to be able to move things forward create a sense of urgency establish a vision yeah. you have to understand and work hard to to meet people where they are and 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 either you know work if you have to move them try to move them and and try to build consensus if you can yeah is that yeah, helpful absolutely and we mm-hmm. uh we had been all last week whenever we got all these uh interviews scheduled mm-hmm. put out some questions for for our readers uh, and asking for concerns and all the silly mm-hmm. ones aside that i yeah. promised myself i wouldn't ask boxers or briefs right? yeah yeah. But, yeah yeah you saw that okay. i did i saw it um some of the real ones came from a lot of people who are either small business owners themselves or yeah. or they um, uh, genuinely care about our small businesses. Because believe it or not, downtown Kyle is kind of going through a revitalization in regards to um, p- small business owners investing their time and their money to revitalize the area with their buildings, uh, putting in a lot of effort to be successful. Sure. But uh, something that I hear a lot, because I'm friends with a lot of these small business owners, is that our city's policies right now aren't necessarily the friendliest. Yeah. A lot of people want to know, how. Um, what are your thoughts on, on being an advocate for small business owners, and so, what can you do to help promote uh, at least a level playing field between how we treat a big box compared to a mom and pop? So, uh, so 
let, let me let me start with this. I was so I chaired the city's economic development committee. I was the I was the inaugural chair, and you know, it, it, very conscious then of of the importance of having a small business culture in the community, an entrepreneurial culture. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a there's a um, there's a you know the concept and you this is a very common cliche phrase but that time is money mm-hmm. it really plays out um when you're a small business owner you know it's it's it, for folks that haven't ever started a business or even in my you know my small consulting business that i have you know it's it's very conscious of every time i turn around it just seems like somebody's taken another hundred bucks from me or another thousand dollars or another it just and it just you know whether it's taxes or um it's it's bookkeeping it's it's, it's all sorts of things right yeah. you know and and so the longer things take to happen, um, the, the more difficult it is for, for a, small, a small business to stay afloat. They don't have the same resources that a bigger organization has. So I, you know, so I, I understand, I think I understand where they're coming from. You know, it's, this, isn't, this doesn't answer the question uh, directly, and I'll, I'll try to in a second. But we did, you know, I was the you know, architect of this thing. I called them facelift grants, but we had a small, uh, small business uh, grant program for the uh, businesses on Center Street. We created a we created really? a zone. Yeah, we created. What year was that? I, I, oh, I'm, it was it was like the first thing I did. It oh, was one of the, yeah, it was one of the first things. It, it was it was small. It was you know a hundred hundred twenty thousand dollar grant program, um, and it was matching grant. So you know the, dollar the, for business, dollar. Yeah, dollar for dollar. It was literally a it was it was a fifty percent match. You had to match it or hundred percent match. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, and. Um, what uh, what it was was it was it was we were trying to I was trying to kill two birds with one stone right what I wanted to accomplish there was I wanted to support small business and encourage small business in the in in the in, in old town right. but I wanted to also address some of the the ex- exterior facades of the buildings and, and mm-hmm. allow you know to try to try to improve you know the quality and the and the look of the community in terms of just you know so they were they, I called them facelift grants so what, you if you you started a, a small business. You know what? You bought one of those facilities or rented one of those facilities down there. You could apply to the city and you could get a grant, and it was and it was pretty streamlined. It wasn't as complicated as you know some of the things as it that, can be. yeah as a reg yeah as it could be, <laughs> and um, we would uh, we would match. You know, you had a proposal for a fifteen. You know, we're going to redo the. You know, we're going to redo the. We're going to put a new awning on and we're going to fix this up and you know and do X Y and Z to the building. It would you know we'd give them a you know a matching grant. I mean, and, and a number of the businesses down there I could name them off, but a number of them took advantage of that. So, you know, I, I, I do have a record of, you know, and it, granted, it's, it, it, some of those guys would say it wasn't enough, I'm sure, but given the resources that we had available and, right. and, and being able to accomplish two consistent, I think, trying to find two things that were consistent, tie the two things together and create a justification for um, providing some support was something, you know, I was very interested in. I also, um, you know, would, uh, I ran on, you know, creating an economic development corporation for the community. Um, and when I got in, I, you know, this is, you know, just being young and a little naive. I got in and I, under, <laughs> I understood that, um, well, I came to understand that, you know, that the, the tax, the, the dedication of the, uh, of the half cent mm-hmm. that would have been used to support that had been allocated towards property tax reduction already. And so um, that's why we created the committee. Instead of, you know, we, we you know, just given, given what was, you know, what was viable. Yeah. Um, and now I understand, you know, members of the chamber have come back and said, you know, we'd like, you know, I've been approached, you know, we'd, how do you feel about an EDC? Oh, you, you have? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's been brought up to me by some members of the Chamber of Commerce and, and, and the Economic Development Committee and some other folks. Um, and, and I still think, you know, it's certainly something that's, that I definitely see in Kyle's future. It's, it's all about timing. And, that's and the truth. <laughs> it's all about timing. And it would be, it would be nice if we were in a downward uh, trajectory in terms of, um, in terms of uh, property tax rates so that, 
you know, if, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to sell the community on, you know, let's go ahead and dedicate a half cent sales tax or I'm sorry, half cent of the property tax. Um, you know, basically, you know, it's easier to, it's easier to dedicate that half cent if, if it's being, you know, if there's, if we're in a downward trend and, and, and the property's Absolutely being, it would yeah, be. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so, so I just, you know, but I, but I think there's, there's, what that does is it does divorce, um, it divorces the economic development efforts, um, from, uh, from some of the, you know, from the, and not that it's taking place to a great degree, but, you know, I mean, there's been times I mean, from the political side of it, it becomes, becomes more mechanistic and, and, and business-like rather than, rather than political and and government-like in the, in the way that you go about it. But it doesn't, but there'd still have to be a pretty strong partnership between the EDC and the, and the city. And it wouldn't alleviate the need for an economic development committee or anything like that. But I do think, I think that's, that's something that that could be helpful overall to being able to attract business. Um, With respect to the the differences between, you know, the small and, and big box, you know, that it is, it's a difficult question because I think, um, you know, I, it, you know, you're, it, 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 to me, it's like, if there's a justification for providing some relief for the smaller, smaller businesses, that justification should apply to the bigger ones too. You oh, know? oh and yeah. yeah. And so well, that's, that's, what, that's the, you know, I, so what I hear from a lot of small business owners though, is the, the ordinances are written to the, apply to, to bid bots that has a budget to, yeah, to pay yeah. these high dollar permits or, or file yeah. for e- more easily. The, the process for variances might yeah. be easier. You know what yeah, I mean? So it, it seems like I'd be open to a graduated fee structure, for example. Yeah. Um, certainly. Um, or at least be, hearing them out case by case for yeah, variances. Purposes. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm wide open to a lot of, a lot of different types of approaches to trying to, trying to encourage uh, entrepreneurship and economic development in the community. I, I think that if you were to, um, I mean, there's, 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 you know, there's a number of things that communities do, you know, I mean, you could, you know, we could have, um, we could have an ombudsman type arrangement. I know that the chamber does some of that, I mm-hmm. believe, you know, already, but I'm not sure. Well, at least they, uh, yeah. a long time ago, that was going to be a role. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think there's a, you know, part of it is, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the silly things, you know, it's the, I'm sorry, you know, you need to go back and, you know, redo this because you have the wrong font size. And maybe I'm exaggerating, but I've actually had that example given to me that, that it's someone, someone at city hall actually rejected a, a <laughs> From the, rejected a document uh, yeah. for, that was required to move forward with a project because, because that, there was, it was in 14 and 12 point font. And so they, you know, started the thing over again and sent it back to him. And so that kind of, that kind of nonsense, I think is something that, that is, um, uh, you know, certainly something that can be, it can be addressed, but it, mm-hmm. it's just, those are staff issues that need to be addressed by the city manager and the council needs to set pretty clear direction about how we want to, how do we want to, you know, how do we want to interact with these folks? Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it, in terms of, you know, is there a, is there a system that I can see that says there's no, no process at all for them or there's nothing, you know, there's no, there's no inspection, you know, to make sure that the, they're up to fire code or there's none of that. I mean, all those things, you know, I, I don't, I don't see that, but I do, I definitely, right, which I don't think that any of them are asking yeah, for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so either. As much as, a, I, cause again, I, what I hear is the, just if they feel like, because they're not bringing in the bid dollars, mm-hmm. you know, that no one, ever, no small, no mom and pop here has ever gotten uh, 
uh, tats uh, breaks uh, yeah, thrown yeah, at them. Incentives, yeah. Uh, you know, you when, know, when is the last mom and pop here that was told, hey, we're going to help you build well, a building on our dollar? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, there's several of them that, that, you know, when I was there, did get those grants that I was telling right, you about. Well, yeah, but, and then that, I mean, I could tell you were surprised by that. You know? I was, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, because how long has it been since that program's been around? Since I left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> um, but your but, fault for leaving. Well, but I, but I think, you know, but, but those, it was a marginal impact, I think. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, it had an impact on, I mean, you know, you look at the, so the, the iconic, um, I can't recall, but I, you know, I, I believe the pie company, I believe their, their exterior facade might've, you know, been, been assisted in some way. You know, with that. well, it's and, been, I, I would believe that. Cause I mean, I know that they've rejuvenated that a handful of times now in the last yeah. decade, but I would believe that. Well, and Bordeaux's are now the, the, the dark, dark horse, horse yeah. the, the exterior that, and you know, they received a, I believe that, you know, and I don't want to get into everybody's, you know, everybody's business, deal, but I mean, but right. there's, but there's a, there's a, there is a You history. saw local business owners benefiting from that policy, yeah, those and, grants. And again, they, you know, and, and I'm sure there's some of them would say we didn't benefit that much or we didn't, you know, maybe, but I, most of them, you know, were, were fairly grateful at the time and, yeah. And the biggest thing is, is it got folks to do something to improve their business, um, improve, you know, improve, which is good for everybody. Yeah. Well, it, it did. It, 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 maybe they wouldn't have done otherwise and, you yeah. know, and, and help them you know, make nudge. their business more attractive and, and it helped the community by improving the aesthetic appeal of, 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 of the town. So, you know, I, I think there's, uh, you know, with respect to, you know, sort of equal access to the incentives and, you know, I, I do think, you know, early adopters, uh, folks that come to town first, you know, feel left out, you know, when, when there's a, a huge effort to bring someone new into the community. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we, you know, we had lost a business in the community who, you know, had kept expressing those concerns, you know, they were, they were a manufacturer and they were, they were here and they, you know, they kept bringing up, well, you know, they would come and they wanted an, you know, they wanted incentive, like a stay incentive mm-hmm. They yeah. give us some resources to stay. And, you know, we didn't do that and they ended up leaving. And so there is a, there's a double-edged sword with those things. I mean, it does have a, it does have sort of a demoralizing, um, you know, potential, yeah. you know, on, you know, on, on existing businesses and smaller businesses, you know, I, I'd be real interested to hear what it is they, you know, whether they feel it's regulatory relief or whether it's incentives or, or whether, um, you know, what it is they think would be, make the biggest difference. Um, I will give you a chance at the end to plug your number and they'll call you. I promise. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, you know, it's, it's, you it's, do want to hit, you do want to listen, right? I mean, yeah, you do want to hear it. Uh, yeah, what I the do. concerns are. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that there's, there's, there's opportunities to do things. I, I would say in general, it, there, there might be a culture that isn't as business friendly across the board as, is what it is, what it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if we're going to get serious about doing what I was talking about before, which yep. is creating this, you know, having a multi-layered, you know, um, economy. approach and economy yeah. that where there's, where we're, you know, where people are working here, you know, that family sustaining jobs, um, more of them, I should say. And, and, and that, that isn't, you know, so heavily focused, you know, all on, you know, enticing retail and, and, and the service sector, which those things are all great to have here. Believe me, we didn't have them at all. Oh no, and they it are, was important. Yeah. It was very well, important that. They and I come, said but. it on, I, and I've said it on all the other interviews too. I am not against big bots. I mean, I shop yeah. there. As you know, I freely spend my money there. It's just the concerns I hear from a lot of the small mom and pop shops are yeah. are that a, hey, I wish that the city cared about us or well, you know. Well, I you know certainly you know. I, yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that. The interesting point. I mean, the first big box was H E B. Yep. And um, if you know, I can I can tell you actually maybe maybe Home Depot. I don't want to I don't want to sell them short. I can't remember which one came in first. I I think you're actually right. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember because you're right because it came first because H E B at that point yeah, was still planned on being right where the. Uh, 7-Eleven, that area yeah, was still I mean, supposed to be H E B when yeah. Home Depot was built. We I can believe. talk about that area in a minute too. Okay, but, okay. but the but the. Uh, 
you know, so, so this was a, you know, I remember what it was like, you know, what the community was saying when, yeah. when, you know, it was almost, I mean, I think there was an expectation that we, you know, maybe, maybe some of us get out there and actually start, you know, laying the bricks, you know, mm-hmm. to build the store. That's how anxious people were about it. <laughs> and, um, you know, whole, whole campaigns were, you know, um, whole elections were, you know, fell on, you know, where you stood on, you know, what you were going to do to get HEB in town. And so, so, you know, it's, it's, you know, opinions change and, and again, everybody's baseline's different. Um, but I, I can see, I can definitely see where they're coming from. I, I definitely understand the, the, you know, the notion that there are things that you can do uh, with respect to saving them time and effort mm-hmm. that, that directly contribute to their bottom line. And if we're, you know, if we're doing things that are unnecessary, extraneous requirements, then we, we should streamline those. And, and I do think there's a, there's an opportunity to do that, but it's, it, it takes the entire council and, it, that's and, true, and, yeah. and, a, and a pretty clear direction from, from us to the, I think it's just encouraging manager, you know. to hear that you're, uh, what you're saying. I mean, in regards from, I don't think anyone feels like you can come in, like I said earlier, with the, with the magic finger mm-hmm. and go, uh, this, I'm doing this now and this, because yeah. that's not how our system it's, works. It's not unilateral. No, it's any not. Way. And that's probably a good thing. I mean, I, I think it's a good thing. You know, if there's a, you know, and I'll, I, this, you say you should never do this in politics. That's why I'm not a good politician. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, if there's a knock on me, that was what I did when I first got in there. I went in hard charging and I was going to change the world, you know, and, and, and I had a list of things I wanted to get done. And, you know, my first meeting, I asked for a forensic audit and I asked for all this stuff and nice. I, mean, I got really aggressive and, and it, that it went well, over well. Well, it did. It went, it was, it was, a, it was a heck of experience. I was, th- my, I was threatened with recall on my first meeting. Um, <laughs> but I can, what I can tell you is, is that, you know, I learned from it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's about getting stuff done and, and, you know, you, there has to be, you have to have the right balance of, of, and I'm going to use the word agitation, you know, pretty carefully here, but I mean, you know, to agitate for change, yeah. but do it in a way that's respectful, that, um, that, it, that, that, you know, builds coalitions rather than, you know, divides people up. And that, that really is a, I mean, it's, it's necessary to get something done in the structure of government that yeah. we have. And, and, you know, and I, you know, fortunately for me, I learned pretty quickly, you know, and, and one, I think I won a lot of people over back then. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, you got to take the situation as it comes and, and adapt and, 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 you know, we'll see, you know, who there's a lot of ch- potential seats changing. And so I can't say, I can't, I can't say I have a plan for exactly how I would work with everyone. Cause I don't know what the, yeah. I don't know what the dynamic will look like. Well, yeah. and you know, and Kyle, if you're not threatened with recall, you're probably not doing it right. <laughs> right? I mean, if history yeah. shows. Uh, so another question that our listeners brought up or, or another concern that people would like to know the, the stance of the candidates is the, uh, the recently shot down travel center, or at least in the iteration that it was brought up to mm-hmm. and the controversy you're more than familiar with, I'm sure. Um, can you give us what's your stance on the whole the the the, the travel center controversy over there so, at Yarrington? So the first the first thing is 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 you know I'm uh, as I mentioned I'm I'm really big in economic development and I support bringing you know trying to to improve the the commercial sector and the you know in Kyle. Yeah. Um, with that said, you know the, it has to be a good project for the city. It has to be something for me. It has to be something that's that that um, if we're gonna if we're gonna invest you know, in, in providing the resources that a project like that would take. It's something that we have to, it has to make, it has to make sense. It needs to be something that, it, that would, um, you know, bring significant, it has to pay for itself, right? The numbers have to work, you know? And so as I, so as I, as, as I, as I thought about this problem, you know, I, you know, and tried to figure out, you know, I mean, I really did. I, I just took it fresh. I took it non-emotionally. I just looked at it from what, where are the opportunities and where are the risks with something like this? 
And, and it occurred to me, you know, the first thing right off the bat is where, where are they going to get water and sewer? The answer I got when I asked that question was they're going to get it from San Marcos. Okay. Which San Marcos is the community that opposed, that was like, I mean, they, they the passed a resolution ones. then vocal yep. opposed to it. So, yeah. I, so I'm not sure, I'm not sure about that. Right. But what I know is, is at least back when I was on, it's about a million dollars a mile to run water and sewer. I don't know how far the distance is, but that's pretty far South. And, and I know that as a community, they refunded the financing that was going to be used to fund running water and sewer down to that area so that they could create this you know, commercial park that, been, that the city had been planning. So, um, so I know, you know, I, my belief, I'm operating under belief right now that there isn't any water and sewer run out there and that, that we would have to, that. And that the, is the what big, keeps you opposed. I mean, well, no, well, that's one thing. That's one fact. That's one factor. Yeah. That there's a, there's a, there's a pretty serious, you know, resource issue there in terms of, you know, we're a city that has infrastructure deteriorating all around us in the areas that we're already committed to serve. And what do we do there now? That doesn't mean that it wouldn't be worthwhile for the right type of project. You know, if you're going to spend, you know, if you're going to commit city resources and spend money, then if it's a, a true revenue generator and it's a very, uh, and it's going to employ a lot of people and it, and it creates real opportunity for the, for the community and it's not going to, um, you know, um, you know, be, you know, being a business that's like assault, you know, I don't know how, I mean, some folks you know, mm-hmm. would consider it to be an assaultive type business, you know, it's like, you know, it's got a lot of, there's some downside to it. You know, I think. I think part of the part of the problem with part of the problem with it is that I've heard very round numbers being used for how much revenue it's going to generate. So it's I've heard, and I mean I've actually read this. I mean some of the council members have said that oh it's going to generate five hundred thousand dollars a year in property tax revenue or tax revenue. Mm-hmm. So to give you some perspective on on the kind of investment that it would take to generate a, a half million dollars a year in in tax revenue. The, Wal- the, the Walgreens Distribution Center in Waxahachie, Texas. Have you ever driven by it? No, I've never been to Waxahachie. Is that Dallas area? Or yeah, it's, it's south of Dallas. South heading, of Dallas. You're on I-35. You can look off to the left and you can see it. Okay, That thing is enormous. Okay, mm. and, it, and just think about the activity that's there and how many people it employs and all those things. That generates half a million dollars in tax revenue for the, for the city of Waxahachie. Right? So I, I, I called around and I... I, you know, did a little bit of investigation, just called, you know, to get, to try to get some, um, some sense of how much tax revenue is generated from truck stops. And it's not, it's nowhere near, you know, the kind of revenue that they're talking about. So I'm not, I don't agree, I don't agree with assumptions. And so when you, when you're dealing with round numbers, that's the first question. Somebody throws a round number at you, like, okay, what's the deal? Wait a second. (laughs) Yeah, something doesn't make sense, right? And so I I don't believe that, I don't believe that it'll, that it'll fulfill the promise that there, that is being used to justify the proposal. Okay. Um, There's some, um, and and with all due respect to the people that are proposing it, um, you know, I just, you know, there's been some experience that the city's had before, you know, um, with, you know, um, with some of their projects that, that I, that caused, I believe some of the council members that expressed to me, you know, to trust whether or not it would, you know, the proposal as, as they were making amendments to it and those kind of things. Right. That, that, that's what I've heard expressed. Now I, I haven't dealt with them personally myself, but I've just, I've heard those things. Um, and then there's just this, you know, you know, if you, you know, you don't put your finger up necessarily and make every decision based on, okay, which way is the wind blowing? But, but the prevailing sentiment in the community is this is something that wouldn't, would not uh, be good for us, and and so when you talk, there are there are some folks that advocate for it. There's people that are supporting me that I've shared shared my viewpoint with. That you know, fortunately for me, they decided not to abandon me because because I yeah. shared this. There, so it, what is there's, a pretty there's, big there's, issue? Yeah. yeah, there's there's well-meaning people who you know, well-intentioned, well-meaning people that disagree with me on this. But I, I think on balance. Oh, and and then you know the law enforcement question. I you know the lawyer in me is and this is and I got to be real careful here because I don't want to I really don't want to cast any motive at all on on the people that are bringing it, whether there's motive or not, 
that this project also, as I understand it, has a has some sort of attached apartment complex. That's part of it as well. Oh, I I did not know that. Yeah, that was part I, of now, that's what somebody told me. Now, I, you know, okay. I got to go back and you know, but but if because not to go off assumptions. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, I don't want to go off assumptions, but yeah. you know, but the, again, it's just this. It's sort of this consolidation of all these things that, to me, you know, don't necessarily go together, and you know, and, it, and so well, I, I, I mean, guarantee you know, if you serve, if you win, it's going to come back. Up, oh, it's going to come gonna back get, up. You're going to have to yeah. get the facts because it will come back up. Yeah. Like whoever wins uh, any of these races that are that are open, they're going to hear about it. Yeah, like, soon. Well, <laughs> and yeah, and I mean, it's 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 definitely it's definitely something that I think they have every intention, and I know they're backing some uh, the develop the developers backing some candidates. I, I get that. Um, and that's that's certainly their right, um, especially after Supreme Court decisions, you know, of, of, of recent <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah, le- yeah, yeah legally, lawfully, today, yeah. that is your right. No, I mean, no, but they, <laughs> but you know, I, I think, you know, I think the, you know, I do have concerns about the law enforcement burden, um, you know, and and I know, you know, I, I've talked, to, I've actually talked to law enforcement officers, not Kyle PD. I've stayed, you know, I've, I've made an effort not to. I stay away engage. from them too. Yeah. No, I just don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> put anybody in a bad spot. Yeah, right, I, I at understand. All. But um, but you know when you talk to other law enforcement officers, DPS officers, uh, you know sheriffs officers, or, or people that work in other counties, um, you know they you know they'll have concerns, you know about you know I mean I I actually had the benefit of uh, when I was going door to door talking to a law enforcement officer from a neighboring county that has a giant giant truck stop, and he's like, oh my gosh, it's it's you know he was just absolutely like, I, do not do this, you know, and so so you know I think you know taking taking some of those those opinions into consideration you know is important and so i you know i'm um so your at your I mean, current state i mean if, correct me if i'm not understanding but it's not trucks with, with the current with the current facts and, and observational data that you have right now you're against it but yeah. you're open to i'm open to development down there for yeah. sure you know i mean is there are there things out there that would create you know that that would that, you know that I, i'm certainly for for developing you know developing um that part of the community and making sure that you know that we you know, we get the high. You know, the folks that own those on that property have an opportunity to get the highest and best use out of it. That kind of thing. I'm just, um, but on balance, you know, again, it's one of those things. Now, if it was a, you know, there's there's some, you know, you still have the problem with running water and sewer out that creates an economic, you know, an economic right. issue for me. And I, I'm sorry. I mean, know people will say, well, we're going to get it from San Marcos, but I, you know, I'm not buying that, right? I just don't, I don't see it. Um, I think we have a, you know, I think. We have an we have an obligation to make sure that that we don't make some sort of huge mistake for the community by putting us further into debt, um, burdening law enforcement, um, bringing in you know um, the kind of traffic traffic congestion that other a very commu- a community very close to here um, has spent a lot of time and effort to try to you know, get off and get out of yeah. get out of their town. Um, I, I I also have this just sort of sadness about it, which is you know that. I think it's sad that you know that our, that people are putting all of our economic development eggs in the basket of this one project, and they view your stance on economic development based on where are you at on the truck stop. I mean, we might be the only community in the entire country that thinks bringing in a truck stop is economic development, and that's that kind of to me, um, you know, it's it's concerning because it, it, it it's it's sort of a it's a microcosm of a bigger problem, which is we need to have a bigger vision for economic development in the community. And it needs to be something where we're looking at all sectors and all segments and where, you know, you can maybe have a disagreement about a project, but, but agree that, you know, we need to try to do some things to you know, bring better, you know, bring more and better employment and, and more services and more opportunities for people. 
So what, you know, you're you're not the only candidate that, that is trying to win votes. And, and mm-hmm. there's actually three of you guys. Yeah. What would you tell the, the listeners right now, those potential voters, well, why are they going to cast their vote for Todd Webster come on the uh, May 10th election? Uh, well... Okay, so that's this is always the hardest question, right? Because because it, it it begs you know you know a sort of a contrast you know it begs it you does. to contrast with the, with your and we need controversy and, to sell this. Show. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I you know I'm I'm you know I'm you know and I and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know artfully I'm not gonna dodge the question, but I'm gonna answer it carefully because because I I really do respect the individuals I'm running against. Um, I you know I've I've met Brad a couple times, and uh, you know I don't have anything certainly don't have anything against him and. Um, and, and I, I served with Mayor Atkins and, um, you know, James has, uh, been somebody who, you know, over the years, I, you know, I certainly considered him a, a colleague and, and at times a friend. And, and I think, uh, you know, and I wouldn't, again, I, I was saying earlier, he, you know, with, without him, I wouldn't have ever, you know, gotten, got my feet wet and decided, you know, figured out that, you know, here's considered a, to run. you can make a difference, you know? Um, you know, I, I think I bring a, you know, a, a, a different, I, you know what's different about me is I've got this you know I've got a tremendous amount of experience you know I've I've um a you know energy and enthusiasm you know vision you know I I I really believe that this community can be you know really great and and there's an you know and that there's a lot of opportunity to to do it I you know I I like to say that you know I'm I'm a I'm a very committed public servant because I I have been I've demonstrated that in every facet of my life I've I've you know I've I've served and I have, um, you know, I, but I, but I have a lot of common sense too. Right. So it's, so it's sort of uncommon level of commitment with, with, with a lot of common sense is kind of the way I, I, you know, I, I try to, that's what I'm trying to convey. But what I would, what I, what I would say about, you know, in terms of how I would approach things, I, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know how one candidate would, I know how the other would, um, cause I, cause I, cause I served with them. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm somebody that does their homework. Um, I show up. I, um, I, I'm thoughtful. I bring, uh, I, I analyze. And if you ask me about some of these specifics, I can demonstrate this, but I, you know, I, I go through multiple layers of yeah. analysis before making a decision. Yeah, I, 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 I don't attest to that yeah, I, <laughs> from I the pre-show talk. Yeah, from the pre-show talk. <laughs> I don't, I don't react emotionally, um, to things, um, in the same way that, that some folks might, um, you know, and, and it's just, for me, it's, it's like, you know, this is, this is adult business, right? This isn't about playing games or, or manipulation or, or being the, you know, being the toughest guy in the room. This is about actually solving, solving the community's problems, trying to, trying to, um, you know, make the city better for, for my kids, your kids, for, for the people that live here. So I, you know, I think, you know, I have what I, what I can tell you is without, without speaking to the other's qualifications or, or, um, or who they are as people. Cause I, cause I, I really can't speak to that in any real way. Cause I don't know them in the way that, you know, their friends do and the way they do. What I'd say is I have a, uh, what I bring to the table is, 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 you know, an, an opportunity to have someone who's really going to, you know, roll their sleeves up and, and do the work. And, you know, that's, if that's what you want, then, you know, I, I'm hoping that you'll vote for me because I think that, I think that that giving me the opportunity to do that, you know, people, you're not going to regret it. What happens if, what happens if I don't win? You know, um, you know, I'll, I'll support whoever, whoever is there and, and, and towards accomplishing that same goal. That's good to hear. So before I let you go, uh, Todd, could you let people know, 
um, because it happens every time we interview a candidate. Mm-hmm. Even though you covered a lot of information, they're always going to want to know more and talk yeah. to you on a personal level. Sure. How can people reach you? Do you have uh, social media? Are you doing a website, um, phone number, email? So, so my phone number is 512 787 4464. Um, that's actually a cell phone, so feel free to call it. Um, my email address is rtwebster131 at yahoo.com. And um, you can't, I did open my, my, my personal Facebook page up to, um, up to the public, at, probably to my own. I, I decided <laughs> to bear the risk there. And, and so, you know, I can, I can be contacted there or if you want to, you know, you know, people like, you know, you can go and see pictures of my family and, you know, and find out more about me and what I've been, been about over the years. Um, and, you know, I, it, I really would encourage anyone to reach out. I'll, I'll talk to you as long as, uh, as long as you're interested in talking to me. So that's, yeah, and yeah, I, I, I didn't, and the, the good thing about you and and almost pretty much every candidate I've ever interviewed, uh, what I love about it, it, maybe it's that small town feel. Y'all are all very accessible, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing for people who are planning on voting or want to know more before they decide if they're going to vote or not. I mm-hmm. think that that's the best thing I can say about the, our local politicians mm-hmm. is everyone, maybe it's just what politicians do because they want to vote. But yeah, but uh, I, I found everyone to be pretty genuine. Like, you know, I would love to talk to you and hear your concerns and sure. see how we can make the city better. Yeah, it's important to to listen as much as it is to talk. And so, you know, I, I do tend to, I can talk. Um, but I, I think what's important about campaigning is hearing from people. So again, I, you know, I, I really would welcome anyone reaching out to me because that's the only way when you get elected that you bring things, um, you bring those concerns to the table. You have to know them. You have to talk to folks. And that is part of, part of our system that maybe, I don't want to say it's you know, the genius of it, but one of the benefits of, of having a campaign-based you know, election system is that, is that it does force you to, to um, candidates to get out and talk to folks and actually hear what people care about. And every part of this community has... That I've that I've visited has different different concerns. They're Very slightly unique. different. Yeah, yeah, they're unique. I mean, if you're if you're out in Waterleaf, you're concerned about your park and and the FM 150 extension and and um, if you're here in Palm Creek, you're worried about your neighbor's uh, grass. The <laughs> height of it. But. Well, that's that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> when you have a when you have a pud like you do here. You know, that's that's not a, that, the height of your grass is not a, a city concern. I know, I know. but uh, but I would um, but you know, there's there are there are issues related to you know, obviously if you're if you're in Steeplechase, um, you know, you you might your height you might have uh, more heightened concerns about road maintenance um, right. than than you might in some other parts in the community, but. But I think, you know, I just think there's some, um, there's some really, um, you know, it's really important to get out and talk to folks and to hear from people. And so I'm, I'm happy that you gave me the opportunity to do this. Yeah, Todd, I appreciate you coming. Thank you for having me. And that will do it for this episode of the Cow Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on Todd Webster, you can get it at our show notes at www.cowlife.com. For cowlife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steubing. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 